number one, it's not juice. It's like pulpy. I hate that I said pulpy, but here we are. Welcome to the Beer Feelings Podcast, where together we are indulging in life and craft beer. This show is all about demystifying the craft beer space in a fun and flirty way for those who are just beginning their beer journey or for people who already love their brews and are hungry to learn more. My name is Natalie Jones, and I am the beer drinking gal pal you never knew you had. So it turns out that I'm actually really enjoying talking about kind of controversial beer topics. So like last week, I'm certain there were people getting all huffy and puffy about like the proper way to pour a beer. Or then like a few weeks back, I know pastry stouts tend to be just like a little polarizing. So let's just keep this going. I'm having a good time. I hope you are too. So today I want to talk about a weird style of beer. There's nothing else kind of out there that's like it. And personally, it's one of my favorites. So ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the smoothie sour. So on this episode, I want to take you through first, what you can expect from one of these bad boys. Second, how they're made and where they come from. And then we're going to round out with who out there I think needs one of these in their life as soon as possible. Let's get going. Now, guys, I personally cannot believe that Easter is here already. I like I'm still stuck in like January, February-ish, especially in Colorado. The weather is throwing me for a loop. But in my brain, what Easter indicates kind of on my personal calendar is the start of gift-giving holidays that I forget literally year after year, which for me, it's Mother's and Father's Day. Now, my parents have birthdays in the fall. So in my brain, like we give them birthday gifts, then we give them Christmas gifts, and then like I'm off duty. And so The only thing that I am certain of in this is that my sister is so sick of me forgetting every single year what we're going to do for gifts. So this year, I decided to change things up and help people out there like myself who are just naturally not strong gift givers. So I am beyond excited to announce to you guys here on the podcast, the launch of our mama box, which yes, is going to make the perfect effortless Mother's Day gift. Now, my team and myself made this box with my own mom in mind, and we packed it full of her favorite things. So each of these boxes includes our eucalyptus and hops-infused shower melts, a beer and hops-infused hand and foot salve, of course, our signature Tiku glass, and then we added in a new product, which is going to be a limited edition pink lemonade beer sugar. It's raspberry, it's lemon, it's great on, honestly, like a whole bunch of stuff, but I can officially say that this box is Mama Jones approved. I've been working through everything with her. She's been tasting stuff, working on language with me and can confidently say she has given me two big thumbs up. So if you're looking to treat your mom to a unique gift, maybe you're not a great gift giver. Maybe you are. And this is the perfect gift for you to give. But if you're looking to thank her for being a badass in your life, head on over to beerfeelings.com and order your box today. Okay, on to smoothie sours. Now, I think it personally just kind of fun that the beer that I chose for the Easter episode is this beer, because if you have a bunch of these in a row, like especially if you had a flight of these, 
I'm in my head. If you've ever been to new terrain, um, up in golden Colorado, I'm imagining they're like their flight sand. Maybe I'll include a picture in the show notes or something. Um, but if you had a bunch of these in a row, they would kind of look like beautiful little Easter eggs. So let's talk about what makes a smoothie sour, a smoothie sour. So first of all, these beers, when they're out in the wild, when you pour them into a glass, you can expect some fun colors. So bright orange, bright pink, and they're really not that transparent. So whatever hue they are, it's going to shine nice and bright. From a consistency standpoint, these beers are thick ladies with two C's and they don't, because of that weight, they don't have a whole lot of bubbles and foam going on. Really like smoothie is the best descriptor because they have a similar like Jamba Juicy vibe to them. Then for me anyways, in the universe of sours, I think smoothie sours tend to lean a little bit more on the sweeter side, but depending on which kind of fruit the brewers are using, like if they went with a pineapple or something really tart, these can really range anywhere from almost dessert-like to cheek puckering. So that's, that's a smoothie sour. I love them for a lot of reasons, but how are these guys made? What makes them different than just a normal fruited sour? Now, this style of beer, this kind of like sub style of beer is part of this newer beer trend in the past couple of decades to really push beer to see how far it can go. So we're really, we're putting a lot of extra stuff in the beers. We're trying to make it not taste like beer and have a unique experience. So kind of like our friends, the pastry stout, which like I said, we talked about a few weeks ago, smoothie sours take the traditional sour recipe with some kind of funky fermentation going on. And then they add a wild amount of fruit. Now, what makes these different from other just simply like fruited sours is when the fruit puree is added. So we've kind of talked about adding ingredients at different parts of the brewing process and, and how that can impact the style. We've talked about hops before. We've talked about different adjuncts. And this is another really good example about how timing alone can impact the end result of the style. So this fruit puree, number one, it's not juice. It's like pulpy. I hate that I said pulpy, but here we are. It starts thick. So the beer ends thick, but it's added later in the brewing process after all of the fermentation has taken place. And then it's stored cold right away. So in a smoothie sour, that fruit that's added, all of that extra sugar isn't actually fermented. So what you're going to get is a lot more of that, like honest, sunshiny, true, bright fruit flavor that if it were added earlier in the process might get adjusted by the yeast or kind of like the alcohol with, with what's going on in there. Now, sometimes with the smoothie sours, brewers will take it an extra step and add in some other things in there like vanilla or lactose. I've seen a little bit of cinnamon just to kind of balance out some of the fruit. But again, what really makes this style special and unique is the fruit puree specifically and adding it at the end. Now for me, I mean, I love this style because I love I love who this style is and that she's weird and unique, but I also really love this style as a beer guide. I love to recommend it to others, especially people who say that they've had a hard time getting into beer because I really don't think it tastes like beer at all. Definitely doesn't taste like grains, doesn't taste like hops. You'll get a little bit of the yeast kind of from the souring, but really What's beautiful about the style is that the fruit is taking center stage 
And really everybody else is playing more of a supporting role. So if you're new to beer and you haven't had good time, give a smoothie sour a try. So, so who out there would love these? I mean, I'm going to say everyone, but like, let's narrow it down a little bit. So if your sweet treat of choice is maybe fruit snacks or fruit roll-ups, I think you would love giving a smoothie sour a try. If in general, like when you're snacking, you prefer sweet or tangy over salty, give it a go. Um, and I mean, just pretty obviously, if you like fruit smoothies, like if you go to tropical smoothie or Jamba juice, a whole bunch, if you eat a lot of like acai bowls, I can almost guarantee that you're going to like a smoothie sour, or at least like have an interesting experience with them. So that's who I would recommend this style to, AKA everybody out there with taste buds. But before I sign off today, I want to give you guys a couple of pairing suggestions. So to balance out some of the sweetness on this, I personally, I would either go salty or I would go more like rich, bitter, just depending on which fruits are used. So if my smoothie sour was something tropical, I think something like really salty, like chips and guac or chips and a spicy salsa would be an interesting bite. But really, if it was on the other end of the smoothie sour universe and it was more berry based, so raspberry, blackberry, strawberry, I think I'd go the chocolate covered route and maybe pair with brownies. Um, oh, actually, this is a fun, fun mom tie in since I was talking about the mom box. Um, her secret to brownies, my sister and I always talk about how my mom makes the best brownies. Turns out she gave me the secret. Um, she just adds like a cup of chocolate chips to a mix. The mix doesn't say to add them in, but mom, that was very good timing. You didn't even know I was going to make this episode. So, so yeah, if it's a berry sour, I would eat one of my mom's brownies full of like ooey gooey chocolate chips, just to balance like a little bit of the sweet tart with the richness. So, um, man, thank you, Karen. (laughs) Thank you for contributing to this episode unknowingly. Wrapping up my favorite smoothie sour, I really wanted to give you guys one, but then when I started looking through like the beer pictures that I've taken in the last year, I love them all. So I'm going to say my favorite smoothie sour is whichever one is closest to me and in my hand or in front of me at a bar. It's a little bit of a cop-out of an answer, but I really, I sincerely, this is a cool style guys. And I hope this episode has inspired you to give them a try if you haven't already, or give them a second try if maybe they weren't weren't your thing the first time. But that is it for this episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, great rest of your weekend. And that no matter what you choose to do, that you're choosing to do it with a great beer in hand and even better people by your side. Cheers, everybody. Catch you next week. 